Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <sighs> Well, it's Friday morning. What are you doing up so early? Look at you. Up early. How do I know what time you get up? It's probably 7 at night. You're like, oh my God, Todd thinks that's early. He probably gets up at 9 at night. Um, okay, the picture guy. I call him the picture guy. His name's Frank. He has a name. It's picture guy, but it's also Frank. Thank you, Frank, for putting... Putting the pictures to the uh, to some of the uh, shows. Appreciate it. The PSA that I wanted straight people to put up uh, videos. Um, hold tight on that. And by the way, for the few people that did it, thank you very much. But we're going to put a few up to send you in the right direction. We're going to try to keep them under a minute each. And um, we'll 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 put some up there uh, for you. Just to give you an example, okay. I'll put one up and and we'll put some you know good guidelines on there. But thank you for starting it. But just hold tight on that. You'll we'll let you know when we've put some up and you can watch them and it'll really set you off in the right direction. All right. Well, that's it. Enjoy today's show, and um, that's it. Greg Proops. The week after next. All right, everybody. Bye. All righty, everybody. Guess what? Comedy Bang Bang. It starts today, Friday, June 8th, 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock Central. I never know what Central is. Um, on IFC, I'm going to give the facts out of the way, then I'm going to give it my heart. It's hosted by Scott Ackerman, and uh, you know who the band is? Uh, Reggie Watts. Yes. Amazing. Makes you love it already. Yeah. Um, it, uh, today, this Friday's guest is Zach Galvanakis. So there you go. There's the facts. Also, Will Forte, Andy Daly, Gillian Jacobs, and Thomas Lennon stopped by. Comedy so nice, they banged it twice. <laughs> That's their thing. That, I, I didn't make oh, I'm going to let you take credit for it. No, the reason I love this show already is because somebody told me something. Uh, when you're fans of everybody that's in the show, 
and you love the guests that they're having. Somebody told me it's hard to explain it. I go, that's why I fucking love it. You know why? That's why something's hard to explain when it's different. You can always go, it's friends, but they're 50 now. That's how the Golden Girls got started. <laughs> oh, you know the thing about the Golden Girls. Shh, don't wait. So anyway, uh, comedy, ba- <laughs> comedy Bang Bang, uh, there you go. Go watch it. And guess what? Today is, is the Todd Glass Show. And um, I guess we roll in. You roll it. What do you roll in right now, Katie? That, the intro? Oh, uh, the, the Nerdist tag. Yeah. Go play it right now. Now entering Nerdist.com. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. If you fucking call me back this time, then don't call me ever again, because we're done. The Todd Glass Show launches August 12th. Todd. Hey, it's Zach. Elvacca. Listen, man, I really want to come on the, the podcast. I've got stuff to promote. Hello. Comedy Central presents... Hello. Todd Glass. Hello. Todd Glass. Ryan Regan. Again. Um... If you don't want me to do the podcast, just, I don't know, let me know that. Do you want me to beg? Hello. John, it's Marin. Mark, I'm the guy who can't come on the Todd Glass Show. What do I fucking need to do? Mark Marin. It's a very funny podcast, the Todd Glass Show. can be found at Nerdist.com. Please welcome Todd Glass. From the beautiful La Cienega Strip. High atop Black Horse Motors. Todd Glass Show. Oh, yes. From Westwood One in Culver City, California, it's the Tom. Tom, Tom like a show. Tom, I just don't feel like you understand women. I don't need to understand women. It's the Tom like a show. I am fat, but I get a lot of pussy. Tom. I'll have two double cheeseburgers with a side of fries, bacon, mayonnaise, Coca-Cola, and I want it super sour. Oh. You know what I'm talking oh. about? Oh. You're a pussy. Tom. Oh. I don't care. It's the Tom. Tom like a show. Tom. 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 You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes. James Adomian. Oh, I love that he sent that to us. I don't care. It's, you get that thing stuck in you. I don't care. Ladies and gentlemen, can I get some uh, uh, sad music in the background? Because it's... Um, Gary Goldman. Was supposed it, to be on our show today. It's hard to talk about, I know. It is. And passed last night at midnight. And I almost didn't do the show. And I thought... Instead of... I thought that a, a good way to open the show would be to play some of a song that he did that I love so much in his act and I think it says everything about um are you regretting this bit no 
Oh my god, not at all. I was fucking sinking my teeth into oh, it. Okay, never mind. And I wanted to play a song that would that would that showed what Gary was all about. It was my favorite song that he did. He used to close his show with it every night. There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his fist at some boys who were down by the creek. Their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles and playthings. And at I saw him do that at the improv one night. Oh. Came a young lady. She he, he would like have such a big smile on his face. She sat on the grass. She pulled up. By the way, even when you fake. I didn't tell Gary that we were going to open the show like that. So it's sad even to think it, especially when someone like Gary embraces silliness who's going to talk in a second. And, 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 and I, would, I would be, it, that, you know, when somebody gets life and gets silliness, even faking it during that bit. I know that's why I said that. I, I, even I felt like a I little. started to cry a little. <laughs> but guess what, Gary? Do we have an opening for him? Well, let's do it. Let's do it right. You know what? Oh, by the way, Lynn is uh, back drinking again, heavily. And up front, when you hear the jingle that he wrote for you, the opening theme, I always go to you can tell by the end that he's drinking heavily. And he's on, I think he's more than drinking. He says he's drinking. That usually means he's doing heroin and meth and all, heroin and meth. You can tell towards the end. And I'm going to tell you right now, but he adores you. Don't take it personally. But towards the end, it's nothing mean or anything. Right. He he. Uh, it's just he goes. No, I off. always really, I always really liked him. And in studio today is my good friend Troy and Liz. Troy, put your phone away. There's no phone policy here. I'm tweeting the show. Well, you should. Uh, uh, who who told him to put his phone away? <laughs> I totally com- completely change. Give your wife a little of attention. Don't tweet the show. My hold Liz. hold Liz's hand. And live and, and enjoy enjoy the show like you're a couple for once. I know you've been married for a while, but actually, I always say you're dating because you still seem in love. So I always say, oh, you're a girlfriend. But that's a compliment. It is. I always I do that with a lot of my all my friends that are happily married. I always go, your girlfriend, because they don't seem like, what are you crumbling up paper? So <laughs> like it's that bad. Give it to me. Hello, you're too mean to Daniel. Um, so, so Gary, I am so excited today because, because when you're here, it's like, it's just like, sometimes you have guests, but so when your guests are your friends, you know, you're just going to have a silly, you know, silly show. So Katie's here. Chris is here. What did we, before we play your jingle, what did we say about Chris over the weekend? That how much we we like him? That, that it's, that it's, uh, how lucky we are to have him. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to be funny? Because we really did talk about Chris over the weekend. And we talked about Katie. Yeah. And when I send her my edits and they're all right, I don't take that for granted. Then there's something I got to do this. I got to do that. And I send her the email at four in the morning. And then I listen to the show. I'm like, how did she fucking know? Between Katie and Chris, you have joined the 21st century. Yes. And sensitive. It's all, he's the conduit between it all. It's a great crew. And now Gary's here. Go ahead. Towards the end, it takes a while to get to it, but towards the end, I, I'm seriously worried about him. He loses his mind, and that's when you know he's on LSD. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, we're dancing here, so you may as well do it at your house. Nobody's on LSD, by the way. I know. Gary, 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 Gary Coleman. I smell ringtone. Gary, Gary. 
Yeah, this is good. Well, yeah. that's good. Oh, Gary Goldman. Gary, Gary, Gary Goldman. Gary, Gary Goldman. Gary, Gary Goldman. Oh, I love it so far. Oh, he's on the Toddler Show. On the Toddler Show. He's on the Toddler Show. Accurate. Factual. Liz and Troy are here. Oh, the Todd Glass Show. Oh, 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 yeah, the Todd Glass Show. I thought he was fine up to this point. Yeah, yeah, Todd Glass Show. Sounds recovered to me. Gary Goldman's on the Todd Glass Show. <laughs> I thought he was kidding at this point, but listen. Yeah, still, bo- yeah. Our guest is Gary Goldman. He's in studio. I go old school. Yeah. You just do your, your hour special. Well, I just recorded an hour special on my, my uh, newest album from Comedy Central Records called No Can Defend. Uh, dropped, as the kids say, today on, on iTunes. It was uh, number 18 the last time I checked, which was the only time I checked. So, okay. you know, who knows where it is right now? Probably and, number three. And then you're also doing an hour special, which you're editing. Yeah, right I made it, yeah I made it last uh, Thursday in, in Boston. And, uh, yeah, I edited it. With today. New Wave? New Wave, yeah. The same people who worked with you. And it was just as good as you said in your, in, on you know, your show. I'll uh, make this how much you enjoyed it. I'll make this quick because I know it doesn't matter to a lot it's of the a, listeners. But it's a very exciting thing to shoot a special. It's bigger than uh, your birthday, which I always say is what doing a late night talk show is. It's bigger than your birthday. It's sort of like it's 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 bar mitzvah territory. And they, and <laughs> it is it's it bar is. mitzvah or engagement <laughs> party territory. Like it people is. who don't show up. No to one's. Your, no one's. They feel bad for the rest of your life. <laughs> and also, nobody wants to argue with you the day before your wedding. So you know, it, when it, hey, I'm doing my oh, special. No, but the want. night before, the night before, because I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't want my niece coming to the nine forty-five. I only gave her the option to come to a seven o'clock. And my brother left me a message. My oldest brother left me a message, and it started with, "What kind of fucking person?" But then I deleted it. <laughs> Good. You don't yeah. need to let. I don't need that Cox. kind of toxicity. Thank Toxicity. You. So what I wanted sure. to say about New Wave uh, and Domestis, make it quick. Domestic. Domesticated. <laughs> uh, New Wave it w- it was just everything great about doing yes. my hour special. The lighting. Everything they promised, they did. And it was just, look, you know what I say. When you complain, give the same time to when things go right. Yes. The, it, it, New Wave. It w- I'm not. It was just everything they, they said. It was just perfect. The they only were thing wonderful. I had to complain about was I, I only got paid $30,000 and. Oh, is that is that yeah. all? <laughs> That's the old trick. Okay, so let's let's go through this, Gary. Um, I, I I'm going to um, rip through some stuff here. And okay, then, but you'll weigh in. But then we'll get to the the show. Yeah. Okay. So also, here's the thing. I've been telling people to tweet Kia, and I and people that listen to the show have been doing it. And and I believe me, I I really genuinely appreciate it. I said, Daniel, what do you think it'll take to get them to call me? He goes, They're probably not getting enough tweets. Now they did direct message me. Say, call us and we'll help you. But I want them to call me. Kia, the car company? Positive. Yes. My I mom am, wants it. My I mom am renting wants it. a soul. That's what my mom wants. I'm renting a soul and I adore it. 
I mean, I, I probably can't afford right now to get a new car, but I, I would say that the next car I get, the Kia Soul, man, it's getting incredible mileage. I, I bought the tank, which I guess you can do with the rental, and it just does not, it hasn't moved from F, and I've been all over this damn town. Yeah. What's he say after this, though? He's a I think he was losing it then, too. Play that again. He says, usually he goes, it's the first part is your name. Gary Goldman. He's, he's, a yeah, he's on drugs. He's on drugs. So what I'm saying, and we'll rip through this quick, Kia, uh, call, keep, keep tweeting Kia. I don't know how long, because I want, the, first of all, I'm saying nice things about Kia. I just want enough tweets to where it helps me, folks. Please, just keep tweeting at Kia. And then also, um, you know, someone gave us a funny thing to do. We always say that this show, our numbers are a little lower because we're on the same time as Chris Hardwick's show. <laughs> <laughs> You said that? Yes. You, so, you mean uh, your show is on we the, air the, same the same time, time. When, I, yeah. when I go on the elliptical at the gym? <laughs> yeah, I always have to choose between you or Chris Yes. <laughs> so, we used so, to be up against Mark Maron. He was killing us. Mark Maron was killing us, but then now, and, and now but Chris Hardwick moved, is killing us. But then Maron moved to uh, catching up on the airplane. And, yeah. And, but, <laughs> <laughs> he was moved to catching up on the airplane, yeah. but, but Hardwick is, is on the elliptical. Hardwick yeah. is killing us. Killing us. I mean, so, we'd like to get the uh, while driving to work slot, but you, those are very fe- hard to You're work. feeding my dogs right now. But hold on one second. So, <laughs> one of the listeners, Don. You Don, know that time slot feeding my dogs? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen to this. Oh, fade out quickly. Oh. But anyway, so Dan sent us in a funny thing. I just thought it was very funny. I love when the listeners get it, and we're going to start doing this in the show. So you know when we go to commercial, when we end the show, he said you should start going, all right, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, up next, Mark Marin. Uh, you're Keep listening. Mark will be talking today to blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, oh, that's funny. Like, like that show's following. Okay, yeah. we keep going. Jeff, we hung out. This is the, what I call this so the listeners know. There's the show, and that's on this piece of paper. This is things we fly by to get to the show. Okay. But sometimes we don't fly by them so quickly. Um, Jeff Ross and I, and, Dan, and Daniel, and Bobby Miyamoto were in Vegas this weekend. Jeff happened to be there with his girlfriend, April. I hope I'm right. Anyway, um, she couldn't be nicer and sweeter. But if I forget her name, that's not a representation of how much I have an well, affection for her. Very funny and smart. Funny and affectionate and sweet and nice and hanging out with the two of them. It is pure joy. And we were talking about how Rodney, you know how Rodney, we used to say when we were 23, hey, Rodney didn't make it till he was 45. And then when we hit 30, we'd say Rodney didn't make it till he was 50. And then when you hit a certain age, you go, you know, Rodney didn't make it till he was 60. And it kept getting yeah. older and older. Right, right, so right. Jeff Ross laying on the bed in the hotel room in his state of bliss just goes, yeah, Rodney never made it. <laughs> <laughs> and look how successful he was. Like, oh, I'm so glad you loved that. Because it was like, so you just picture a comedian going, Look, you know, Rodney never made it, and he's Rodney Dangerfield. I'm all, I'll be all right if I'm like that, if I never made it, because Rodney never made it, and he's big. <laughs> so I love that he said that. Um, so there's that. Doogie, I keep forgetting to play this. My friend Doogie calls me, and he sings songs. Doogie Horner? Yes. Out of Hotlanta? Yes. Great guy. He is. Great guy. He's not out of Atlanta. He's out of Philly, I think. I'm, oh, right, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah. I, I think I may have worked with him in Atlanta as well. But, uh, yeah, he is from Philly and a great guy. He is. He's so funny. He's so funny. He's, he's, so he's, he's going to be. And he's, he's so well-read. 
He's, he I can is. talk with him about books. He's 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 a, he's a, as you as you would he's say a he's, gem. A, he's a delight. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. He's a delight. When you meet people like that, you know, <clears throat> Daniel, you're a delight. Thank you. Um, so he keeps he he calls me and he and I and he sings songs to the wrong. Like he wants to go up at karaoke night. I told him I said you should go up to karaoke night. Tell him to play Sweet Caroline. You know how Jeff Ross pronounces karaoke? How karaoke? Karaoke. <laughs> karaoke. So he want, I said, you should go up to karaoke night and tell him to play Sweet Caroline, but you sing different songs until the whole crowd is like freaked out by it. So we were high one night. We were d- debating that and thought it was very silly and funny. So he sent it to me. But imagine if you went up to karaoke night. You went up. You go up to karaoke night and you just start singing it. Go ahead. The whole crowd here is Sweet Caroline. Nibbling on sponge cake. <laughs> Watching the sun bake. <laughs> All of those tourists covered with oil. I never knew the words. Strumming my six string <laughs> on my front porch swing. <laughs> Smell right. those shrimp there beginning to boil. Wasting away again. Searching for my lost shaker song. Some people claim there's a woman to blame. To blame. To blame. To blame. All right. So oh my God, that was that was great, wasn't it? Yeah. So I can't wait to go back to That's Philly. That's a great game to play because the more depressing the song versus the more uplifting the music. Well, he did one that I can't remember right now, and he was doing it to Mona Lisa. So we were playing. I played. He goes. We were doing this at the Helium Comedy Club when the when the whole place closed. We were playing karaoke songs through the YouTube, and then I would play any song I wanted, and he would slip in Mona Mona Lisa Mona yeah. Lisa, and it was very in, intriguing. And, and there you go, Doogie. So anyway, also I want to get on Family Guy because I think that I could um, do. I have two things for Family Guy. One, I think a character that I do could be great. It would be someone on the show that was about eight nine hundred pounds. Oh, and yeah. I would do the voice. Yeah. He would talk like this. Well, anyway, so I'm good to see you, but I thought that maybe that we could go out afterwards and maybe I was going to go out there. Did and you ever suck the jelly out of a jelly donut? Did you ever want to suck the jelly out of a and, jelly donut? And replace it with a Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that it's from the movie Fatso with Dom DeLuise? Oh, that's great. Yeah. Fatso, Dom DeLuise. Me and my dad used to love watching him on TV when I was little. Um... And also, I have a good idea for Family Guy. Peter meets someone, and he's trying to tell people that he's trying to tell the guy, that, like someone else, that he's gay. And Peter goes, "He's a little bit." And then he takes his thumb and wets his eyebrows. You know the old. Yeah. And then he rings a bell. Yeah. And then he goes, uh, you know, he's light on his loafers, the way yeah. Peter would do it. And yeah. then he goes, he's, uh, you know, maybe she goes, Peter, what are you trying to say? <laughs> He goes, he's one singular sensation, <laughs> and they break out into a musical, and yeah, then they go that. right back to, oh, he's gay. <laughs> I think that could be funny, so, but that's no, that's no big deal. We're going to be doing the show in, remember, this is the beginning of the show. We haven't even gotten to the show yet. Yeah. I have every goddamn right to roll your jingle in again. Did you know that 
Golden Girls was one of the first shows on television to openly deal with, with gays and gay marriage. In fact, it's mentioned in the pilot. Okay, we'll get to that later. Um, so the... That wasn't a joke. <laughs> oh. Okay, hold on. You hold will rue McClanahan the day. We'll get... We'll get. That you... Hold this uh, stunt. You will uh, ruin McClanahan the day. Oh, we got a letter. Whenever we God rest her soul. Another we, victim of the Golden Girls curse, I call it. We got an email. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that? Oh, God. Gary, they're all, they're all so old. That? Have you ever noticed that? What's How they're the, dropping like flies. Yeah, what's, what's their curse? Time? Yeah, it's not a curse. It's just, you know, they're, no, they're, they're older. By hold the on. way, by hold the on. way. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Let me get through this no, first. Before Estelle, we, Estelle because went you, young. You have a story about Daniel doing a Golden Girls thing at your party, but we'll get to it later. The mod thing. Sure. Yeah. Oh, he pulled the same shit he did. I can't wait to hear the story, but hold on. So anyway, um, in Montreal, we're going to be going there, and um, I want everyone to bring kazoos. I know it's way down the road. It's not till the end of July because we're going to have a portion of the show. Here, let's face it. There's going to be podcast listeners. They'll have the kazoos. But everybody else in the audience will be like, what the fuck? If you have a trumpet, bring that too. One of our listeners called us. We're, we got two more things and then we start. <laughs> um, they wanted us to write a jingle for them, one of the listeners. Yeah. So we wrote a jingle for them. and We could probably send it to him, but they could also take it off the show. It's his name. It's a little hard to hear, but uh, we wrote him a ringtone. He asked if we'd write a ringtone, and uh, we did it for him. Lewis Rossignol, you're getting a phone call. I think people will be able to understand that. It's his name, and then you're getting yeah, a phone call. it's awesome. All right, we go, move past that. Um, would you okay this is the last thing before we really go in I want to get a tattoo now it's not a phase I want a tattoo I want an arm sleeve I might just go to my elbow I want it you look I'm getting it I'll tell you why because it's cool and I wore a fake one and people thought I was cool and now I'm going to get one you can't yes no no you won't stop me I'm doing it so you may as well just and tell me what color you run this by your mother <laughs> Did I ever tell you the time my friend Mike Sousa, when he was, I guess, about 30 years old, he was wearing a long sleeve shirt in the dead of the summer? I know Sousa. Yeah, you do know Sousa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was wearing a long sleeve shirt in the dead of the summer, and his dad, he goes, he goes, Kevin, put on a short sleeve shirt. Finally, at the end of the day, for whatever reason, they kept teasing him. And he goes, Dad, I got a tattoo. He goes, Kevin, you're 30. I'm 65. I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> Oh, what a cool dad! Yeah, he, well, he, yeah, it would kill point. my mother. <laughs> yeah, it would still now. Oh, absolutely! Oy, wow. I got an earring. She was in intensive care for six months. <laughs> 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 All right, so listen. So, so, uh, so, dad is looking for a, a an artist to do, and then maybe we do it on the air. I'd get the tattoo on the. Air. I don't want anything colors. I want dark green and darker green, just very clean. Or blue? You mean blue or black? Black and blue. Mm, not green. No, they, most tattoos are green. And hey, Todd, uh, I know some good tattoo artists. What are you, Meshuggah? Well, I, want him to do, I want to do it on the air, and, and I hope it could be for free. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes. one thing. You'll, okay. get, you'll get plugged. Okay, so there we go. Here's the last thing, and then we sort of go into the show. You, do you know the design? Have you thought of the design? Do you want, like, what, the improv logo? Funny, right? Oh, we're all having a ball. That's Every, really funny. Everybody's having a ball. <laughs> Daniel Kino. 
No, have you thought of a design? I'm not. Why don't you tell us one of your facts? Because we got a jingle for that too. Tell us a, a fact you have. Um, did you know that even though she played the eldest? No, no, no another fact. <laughs> like not about not about that. She that's a different. Eldest, but that's a different. Bit. Was actually the youngest member of the Golden Girls cast. No, that's, hold on, that's a different bit. Tell us, like you know, water purification was. Well, invented. I don't have one off the top of, top of my head. Go ahead. Another useless fact. It's another useless fact. Oh, listen, I'm almost there. The guy who did Tra La La, you know that song? You know, I don't know if you ever heard this, but it was very popular on YouTube. And it was uh, – play, play a little bit of it, then I'll explain it to everybody. But the, well, I think Gary needs it. I love this, and I'll tell you why I'm pointing it out. And, I've heard this on your show. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then Lynn, play Lynn's version. So faded out. Well, it's it's odd that he sang that at dinner one night. Yes, right. Well, what's odd about this is that when I crossed upon that video on YouTube, it really it was really entertaining and it was very like amusing and just something about it was you you could mock it or you could also go. There's something I know some bad comedians that bring less joy into my life than this one guy's thing that I saw on YouTube brought happiness and he passed away. Oh, and uh, I just you know he had a stroke. But anyway, we, but what's odd about it is we were saying, what if you went to somebody's funeral and you went up and said, like if I passed away and you went, you know, Todd, play Lynn's version. But we're all in the crowd going, this is weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then we're in the, yeah, 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 I don't know why he's singing this. This is, this is appropriate for Todd's funeral. They, he says he liked it. Maybe, I think, I think that was Todd's favorite song. Yeah, but I almost feel like it's not somber yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, this is not right. Why am I talking at my funeral? Well, you're not Todd. You two talk. May pretend you're there. Yeah, oh, I just... Uh, listen, I, I, I don't speak for Todd, but I just feel like he would feel this was a little bit oh, light. You came in late, and you didn't hear the guy say it was my favorite song. Go ahead. Keep going. Why are they playing this for Todd? <laughs> oh, it was his favorite song. No, you don't know that. I don't know. We both came in I'll late. get this bit to work. We're really good friends of yours. We show up late to your funeral. <laughs> oh, yeah. Forget it. Anyway, he's dead. This bit's dead, and we're all out of here. Hey, we need the bailouts ready. Oh, it is oh, ready? Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll play it now. Better get that shit ready. <laughs> I'm Philippe Kahn, and I created the camera phone. I'm Ray Kurzweil. I gave your words a voice. I created the ability to share video. We turned your smartphone into a musical genius. And I turned it into a bank. I created Instagram. I created the first text message. And I'm Todd Glass. And I invented the Todd Glass Show. I'm the nurse. Oh. That's powerful. Very. I like that. You know what's funny? What would All your... innovators in their own way. That's what would true. your PSA be? Play the one we edited, and then and we'll like fill it in. Hold on. Let's see if we can get this going here. No, Play... I have one. Well, I'm, what, but wait, you, I'm Gary Goldman. Well, hold on. Let's do it with the. Uh, let's do it with the. I'll give you, you the leader. I promise you won't undercut me. No, no, no. I'm going to give you the. I'll tell you when your turn is. Ready? Okay. And then I'll end it with. Okay, go ahead. All right. I'm Philippe Kahn, and I created the camera phone. I'm Gary Goldman, and I invented that thing where you wear a white T-shirt under a polo shirt to get an extra few days out of the polo shirt. The Todd Glass Show. There you go. Play it again. You, like, I always think, like, what, what Why are you, you guys not impressed with what I invented? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> we all were trying to think of our own things. Yeah, because so we, <laughs> we got nervous, so we're all like, what am I going to think of? But you're right. That's a, that was so, so much better than what I had going. And I did it in 1989, and, and you see it everywhere still. 
I did it in 1989. I was a freshman in college, and I had these polo shirts, and I didn't really understand how to do laundry or anything like that, and I was finding I was only getting one wear out of the polo shirt. And then I said, you know, if I wore these white T-shirts that I have an abundance of underneath the polo shirt, I'm going to get an extra few wears out of it. Next thing I knew... It's now a thing. Everybody's I see it, it all the time, and, and I never get any credit for it. Well, you get credit here. <clears throat> play, play another one. You Did can't you, patent something like that, but Chris, I invented it. Chris, I don't know if you can get a mic, but today Chris goes, I'm going to imitate. <laughs> I love the keynote things. I'm joking. If you did a lie detector test on me, you would well, know that I'm completely serious. Well, hold on. Before I move on, then at the you're very wh- least, I believe that's what they'll say, that's what the lie detector expert would say. Okay, he at thinks the very he's least, telling. He okay. believes he's telling the truth. He, I'm glad you pointed this uh, up because I was going to move past this to do more of these, but now you're right. Now that I, my prif, I heard you go. Oh no, Daniel doesn't think I'm serious. I don't know if you invented that, but I'm not positive. Like, l- let me explain to you what you mean by invented it. I do think that David Letterman made those shoes he wore for a while, or friends. I'll give them that, that hairstyle where you combed it forward and pushed it up. Whoever was the designer on that show started, I believe, in a way that, that they probably perpetuated that style. So do you really think – because there was a period where you wore a white shirt under – you wore it under a polo shirt or whatever, and yep. it showed, even with a yeah. button down. Oh, yeah. So you think you started no, 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 that? not a button down. I mean a polo shirt. Three buttons. Okay. And usually Ralph – I'm even saying Ralph Lauren. And you wore a white T-shirt under. And I wore a white T-shirt and underneath you think you inv- and nobody else on that campus, that, that uh, Goyesha Gentile campus of Boston College, did it because they were all wealthy and knew how to do their own laundry. Did you have a run-in with uh, Ralph Lauren? Was his kid there? I mean, has did no- you do has any— has nothing to do with Ralph Lauren. I just—, I just Or the uh, Mr. Alligator or whoever. No, Izod was out by that time. It only made a comeback recently. Play another one. Here, here's— by the way, Philippe Kahn. Oh, pause it, pause it, play it again. This afternoon, Chris was talking about uh, Chris Burton, all the people that invented those stuff, and I'm going to try to <laughs> paraphrase what he really said, no bullshit. And then as soon as he said it, we thought, God, what if that was in the commercial? Yeah. And this is genuinely what he said. We were, ta- we were playing a, it, and he goes, that's really – This is okay. a great game, by the way. Okay, here's what he said. Here's Chris, if Chris was his. I'm Philippe Kahn, and I created the camera phone. I mean, if you think about it, that's amazing. I mean, like, texting. Like – I mean, yeah, that helps me, but I could never think of that. Like, I would think, like, oh, my God, I, I would love to be able to write things, and there's email already, but I would have never. It's easy for me to say in hindsight, oh, I could have invented texting, but that's really hard to think about that. Like, somebody's, I could never think of that. The Todd Glass Show. <laughs> like, somebody who's so uncertain, <laughs> so uncertain about their, like, that's really good. Play it again. I'm Philippe Kahn. And I created the camera phone. I'm Todd Glass. I invented sleeping until 12 o'clock <laughs> and convincing myself that I would stop it soon to be more productive. The Todd Glass Show. Something like that. All right, I, I got I like another they're one. Weak, they're, okay, go ahead. You're to play it again. I'm Philippe Kahn, and I created the camera phone. I'm Gary Goldman, and I invented that little thing on the bottom of your rearview mirror that when you flip it, turns it to night vision. The Todd Glass Show, available on the Nerdist Industries. I used a guitar pick at first and some gum. <laughs> Shut up. And <laughs> some gum. <laughs> I don't have one. Okay. How does it, by the way, it's a very, that's a very simple invention, but how does it work? It's miraculous. But 
Oh, the, the mirror, the circle mirror? No, the no, mirror no, no. on you your rear view mirror, when you flip it on the bottom and you and don't it, get blinded by the headlights behind the you. It points the seat at that point, right? It points, oh, no, points toward the ceiling. It would be Isn't funny it? if we did a whole Philippe Kahn thing with only little stupid things yes. like that. <laughs> okay, hold on. I got one. Okay, play, play, play on that YouTube's. one again. Play that one again. Hold on. Hold on. Play that one again. <laughs> I want to think of one. Hold on. Give me a second. I'm Philippe Kahn, and I created the camera phone. I'm Todd Glass. And I invented the weed eater. The Todd Glass Show, available on iTunes. Now, I, I have one. Two, two, can two, you, two. Can you roll one, me two. In? Oh, no wonder I'm pressing. I'm Philippe Kahn, and I created the camera phone. I'm Daniel Kino, and you know how when you have a big pen and you take the cap off, and then there's a little sliver of plastic hanging out? I created that. The Todd Glass Show, available on iTunes. I gotta break character here. It seems like what you invented is a pain in the ass. It seems like a hindrance. I know. So that's, that was kind of like a thing. You, oh. you know what I'm talking about? That like little cap, and then there's. Yeah, but a it little... should be something good. You know, that's like saying, you know, um, that was. Oh. All right. Okay. Ready? Here's what you play it again. I'm Philippe Kahn, and I created the camera phone. I'm Todd Glass, and I invented packaging that's hard to open. <laughs> Todd Glass, available on iTunes. Um, So anyway, we will take a break, and uh, we will be right back right after this. I want to wake up every morning with a passion. I want to wake up with a smile on my face and be able to say I love what I do. can dream about it or you go out and make it happen the todd glass show on the nerdist network hey daniel's <laughs> mom is on the phone do you mind if we take the call oh this is going to be great no, for <laughs> some reason, Todd, can i ask you do, oh do, do, you, do you know do you know what language she's talking okay you know i love your mom but for some reason, whenever I hear her, when we're in the car and he takes the call, that's what I seem. Now, look, I'm not a moron. I get it. Every language is beautiful. I wish I knew a second language. But when I hear Daniel's mom from the from the tones on the phone, which it takes out all the highs and all the lows, it just sounds, you know, bleh. I I just hear that. And then Daniel speaks in American to his mom sometimes because mm-hmm. he's embarrassed. Yeah, so ahead. I hear like, Boston, 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 Boston. Oh no, ma, it's all right. I I, I probably won't be hungry when I get home. Boston, 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 middle. <laughs> no, I'm co-headlining. <laughs> uh, Boston, 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 uh, Boston, uh, Boston, uh, Boston, uh, Boston, uh, Boston, uh, Boston, Boston, the Dane Cook. <laughs> All right, that bit's over. Can I, can I interject how ignorant I am about Russian culture? Yes. In my head, I can only picture... A woman in Russia having one of two jobs: one, ladling soup from a huge, from a huge pot, or, or uh, acrobat. She <laughs> <laughs> can do one of two uh, things. No, no, come on, that's silly. They don't have soup in Russia. Ew, eh. It is silly, but that's how ignorant I am. Boston. Okay, enough with that. Um, all right, everybody, take it easy. Everything's great. We're fine. Um, you have a story. Do you want to hear something that, that I will play? It's uh, what I say mind-mending. Do you ever listen to the Home Shoppers Network? 
My mother uses it as her internet. What do you mean? She doesn't know how to use a computer, so when she wants to order things, she'll watch that show literally for hours. And then she calls her friends and she says, Judy, you, you got to get on this. And she has a quote that she says very frequently. It's, well, it's home shopping network, so you know it's good. <laughs> Does she it really might be actually that? QVC that she says. It's QVC, QVC so you know it's good. QVC, the same thing. What does QVC stand for? QVC. Cuvices. It's one of the few words that uses Q with no U. I put my phone to the TV when I was in Denver, and they were talking about something for 10 minutes. I go, what the fuck? If there's a, if, I've said this. If there is a God, they're not going because it's all bullshit. They don't believe the stuff they said. They were selling a ring, and they were going, you know, it's jade, and people like jade because you know why? Because it's energies, and they really do heal. That's why people – and they went on. So I, I got to hear this, and this is over. I forget what the product they're talking about, but they – what is it? Pants. It's like skinny jeans. Oh, they, they talk about skinny jeans. They go, now look. I can't wear skinny jeans either, so I'm not bra- I'm not breaking my promise that I'm not ma- I am not making fun of heavy people. There's just things you can wear at certain weights. You can't wear them at a certain age. Those skinny at a jeans. Certain I'm age. not wearing skinny jeans. Ex- exactly. So there's. I certain- turned thirty. They. Uh, I got a call from uh, American Eagle Outfitters to turn them in. <laughs> they actually come to your house. Yeah, there's a certain age where you. Hey, you do. <laughs> Sorry, you got to turn they in your five ten Levi's. Come to your house. <laughs> you you want to be. You don't want to dress like a ninety year old. You want to be. <clears throat> Progressive, but yet, you know, in, in moderation, you know, you can't wear one time my mom showed up to one of my shows. I've told this before. Well, the truth is, let me be very clear. She showed I went to the house. I was hanging out at the house and she goes she came downstairs. I was leaving to do my show and they were going to come to the late show and she had ripped jeans. Oh, God. I said, Mom, me and my stepdad fell to the ground cracking up I'm like you can't <laughs> wear those. Mom, no. She goes, well, people say they look good. Yeah, Mom, they're not. You're better than you. No. And then I go, let her wear what she wants. That's what I thought when she went upstairs to show me. She goes, let me show you what I'm going to wear tonight. I went, anyway, I give a fuck. Let her wear what she wants. Yeah. Then she came down with the ripped jeans. I'm like, no. <laughs> but what about that night those? she burst into our dressing room and said, I'm Todd's mom. Who wants to fuck? I, I told everybody that. <laughs> oh. I, I pushed her. But that's a true story. I pushed her into the My mom has, first of all, let me tell you, she has a great sense of humor. Oh, my God. Because later I felt a little bad about doing it, but then I... Once I talked to her about it, I realized, no, no, that I go, Mom, you, she goes, Todd, please, I have a sense of humor. Like, she yeah. got it. But all the comedians were hanging out, and I pushed her into the green room. Not hard, but enough to make her push in there. And I went, I'm Todd's mom. Who wants to fuck? And then I go, <laughs> Mom, that's embarrassing. I can't believe you do that. <laughs> like, obviously, everybody knew that it was me. <laughs> that's why, my, you know, my mom's got a great sense of humor. I could do that. Um so, uh, what were we just talking about? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, oh. the infomercial. Oh, so home shopping. So, the home shoppers, pl- play, play this. Oh, so they talked about skinny jeans. They go, you know, a lot of people think they can't wear skinny jeans. But, you know, because they only come in certain sizes. But on this one, they stretch to... Oh, uh, yeah, well, just because you can stretch skinny jeans... So cruel. To, ...to 50 inches doesn't yeah. mean that that would look good, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, play, play, the, play this. I, uh, by the way, it's like I say, it's worth letting it breathe. This is, this is they, the gift of the gab. I don't want to call it a gift because that's complimenting it. But the curse of the gab. The curse of the gab. That is a combination of hand-painted denim. Yes, all those flowers, all those leaves, all that beautiful ombre effect. On the jeans. All hand-painted, all beaded, and then applique organza. 
and lace oh, cool. and soutache braid at the bottom. Done once again in a cropped boot cut. A jacket to match that is as well hand beaded. I mean, how gorgeous this That's is crazy. and how much fun was this to paint and how easy or difficult. Could you do that? I mean, that is a gift. Could you do that to, to, to make something out of nothing. Well, Chelsea Peretti does not. She doesn't imitate it exaggerated because you don't have to. To do mock these shows justice, you just have to do what they do. You can't do more. Otherwise, you, you, you burst yeah. with bullshit. Shit would come flying out of you. It was like when Twi- Tina Fey imitated Sarah Palin and said exactly what she said. <laughs> exactly. There's those moments where all you need to do is imitate them exactly. They're already a parody themselves, yeah. so you yeah. don't need to parody it. Yeah. So Chelsea Peretti does this too. It's fucking sick how great it is but go ahead keep playing is it worth keep playing i think it is you just got to let it breathe when you, you got to let this play to you go shut the fuck up i think it is to find artists today who sit there and hand paint it and and do let me say something ladies these are not just a piece of fabric hand painted and then we sew it up when you come in and look at this and the same is true for the jean we had to sew up the jean jacket first. Those are all the seamings. Then somebody sits with this on their lap, and they trace out and hand paint all of that on top of the seams. Yeah, a five-year-old. <laughs> and hand exactly, and hand beat it, and hand sequin it with little seed beads inside the sequins. How exquisite is this? I mean, I'm just in exquisite doing this stuff and knowing that you are going to be one of ten people. Ten women per state that can have this, that can own this. Yeah, that's it. I mean, these are super, uber limited. So we only like, made ten. Fact, all yeah. the you just saw, per state. I'll let you know and keep you updated <laughs> when they do sell out. And this is obviously on its way to doing such. Per okay, person. So, here's what's going to happen. Yeah. We're going to jump into our second hour. We have sold, oh my goodness, close to 91,000. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> she just said... She just said that there were only 10 per no, state. There's only 10 by, left. There's oh, only 10 left. Oh, by the way, 91,000 is incredible. Do you have 91,000 followers? No. Well, collective, if we count them every week, is, again. You couldn't sell them 91,000 of your jeans? No, you but design? here's the thing. They say, I think, uh, look, if we're getting this wrong, who cares? <clears throat> it's a fucking, uh, you know, it's QVC. But they say, think they're saying they sold 91,000 of them, but they have 10 left, maybe. I don't know. They do that a lot, by the way. Even if they're not doing it here, they'll say, hey, we've sold 17,000 of these. We only have 10 left. And they go, really? Because you're talking about these 10 for an hour. So 90, whatever, 17,000 of them flew off the shelves. But the last you're, 10. You're having a hard time moving the last <laughs> dozen. Yeah. You know what? Since you made so much money on the 17,000, why don't you just fucking throw the last 10 out? <laughs> you did well. You think if it was a real good business business model, they'd go look. We sold seventeen thousand. How much does it cost you to run this commercial yeah. to sell ten pairs and how of do, jeans? And how do you know they're going to be the right sizes for people still out there? Thank you. Thank you. Oh, pause it. I love here that the only one. You know how we go to fake commercials? Yeah. Well, I love when this QVC goes to a commercial. It is a commercial. Oh, I know. But they do it. We that's what we do. They go. We'll be right back. They play a commercial and then they play some music and then they come back. I guess it's Pavlov, Pavlovi and people think, oh, that was a commercial. So now what is this? This is a fashion show we're watching. We all love today, and here's your opportunity to get that color you want, get the size you want, and we'll tell you why they've been so popular. <laughs> Just about 
It's like you know when you know when you watch a you know you'll watch a movie trailer on YouTube, YouTube sometimes, and then they'll have a commercial for it before it, like for something else. You know, go well. I'm I'm about to watch a commercial for a product. Why do I have to watch another commercial? Does that make sense? Oh, you mean you don't like previews? No, I like movie previews, but sometimes when you watch a movie preview, they'll make you sit through a commercial on oh, YouTube. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like that either. Yeah, the entire preview is a commercial for a yeah. movie that are you hoping I'm going to go see. Yeah. Did you ever see the people that put the movie posters up on, like, a, they have, like, a, a fence around a building, their building, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they put the movie posters up? Is that is that really into the budget? Like, when they, they have big billboards, do they go make sure they get out there and put them? I think them? those are called the street teams. And then they put, but is that legal to put those up? Unless it says post no bills. But I also think they might sell that space. If they were smart, they would sell that space to the poster people. It's crazy. I hey, love movie uh Hey, do you want to play? Me too. Takes me, uh, it takes me at least ten times to watch the Man on Fire uh, trailer before I can open my final draft even. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be right back. We're going to play a game when we get back called... Play 14 now, but when we come back, we're going to play how many Twitter followers do you think this person has? Oh, you'd be surprised. We'll be back. If I could talk to the animals, just imagine it, chatting with a chip and chip and If we could talk to the animals, learn the languages. Alrighty. You know what I think I might want to do is do a little bit of that. Um, you want to play? Uh, you want to? Uh, how you doing, Gary? Terrific. You doing good? Yeah. How long are you in uh, LA for? Well, I got in last uh, Thursday, and I'm here till tomorrow afternoon. I like it. Yeah. You want to play? Guess how many Twitter followers that people have? Okay. You think you can guess? Yeah. You, do you, are you ready to do it, Daniel? Yeah, I got a few good ones. Don't use comedians because I'm always yeah. embarrassed if I guess. Like if you let's say you name a comedian you don't know and you go, they have two thousand, right, Gary? Yeah. And then they put. What are you doing on your phone? I'm sorry, I was checking a ball game score. Really? Yeah. Okay, go ahead, check it. You don't mind? No. Just, uh, I'm a big fan of the Celtics, and they're playing in that. The Eastern Conference Championship. No, no, no problem. I don't know why I care so much. I'm originally from Boston, yeah. So I'm going to check that. And, uh, all right, they're up 70. The Celtics are losing 78 75 with 516 left in the fourth quarter. So it's a close game. Oh, no. The Celtics are winning by two with 13 seconds left in the in the fourth quarter. That's the actual thing that happened. Now, now I'm just hoping that this is a bit. Are you ready? Yeah. No, I was just checking in the other room. I wanted, I wanted to see. I forgot who our guest was next week, and I wanted to check it out. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you think I was doing it, like, in a mean way? 
Oh my God! No, because here, here's what you're thinking. You're thinking, Todd. I was looking at the baseball score. You, uh, you know, I know that Gary. Uh, we we have an affection for each other. Yeah. That didn't represent you being bored. I know you're totally psyched to do the show. And I hope you think I was doing the same thing. Like I wasn't checking my guests because because I was being disrespectful to you. It was just in my head, and I wanted to run in the other room and just check it out real quick. You didn't think I was being rude, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't think you. Were, it wasn't so much that I think you, didn't you don't you care. Busy. You don't care is the point. You're like no, no, no. Well, Todd, I, I know you. Were, no, I thought you were angry at me, and I felt really bad. I was. I was. I, here's. Here's. I, I think it's better you can lecture people if you if you be honest. That's what. Uh, who's Doctor Doctor? Uh, what was her Oz? name? No, the doctor that used to say all horrible things. Being for, judgmental on everyone. This is Doctor Susan Phil. Schlesinger. Doctor Laura. Laura Schlesinger. Yeah, yeah. Laura Schlesinger was. She could. This comes full circle. When she was telling people and being so judgmental on them when they called, she could have used yeah. the opportunity to say, you know, I did some things in my life that I wasn't proud of, and then yeah. talked about them, the pictures that she took. But instead, she never used that. What pictures did she take? She, there were some naked pictures or nude pictures she took, and she never was honest about it, and she should have been. It, there were many times when people were calling in with their problems that she stood on a pedestal. So here's my point. When I, yeah. when I, I just did give you shit, yeah. but I should tell you, I'm giving you shit because some of my friends give me shit. When you pull out the phone, it's like I was giving you shit, but n- not thinking I'm above it. I do the same thing you pull it out but it's just like you have to, i get you know, my friends when i'm in my and i pull out a phone they're like that's the same as if you stop and yeah. start talking to another person no you're right like if you were if you know you, um suzy orman defaulted on a old navy cart once <laughs> <laughs> wait suzy orman did what defaulted on an old navy card once i don't the, get that it's the funniest card for her to default on <laughs> she's, she's like a financial so guru and she preaches you could buy the financial entire, responsibility you could buy the entire store with three hundred dollars first of all the fact that she would have an old navy card is funny and then that she didn't pay she it. couldn't pay cash at old navy <laughs> she couldn't <laughs> oh her old navy card got declined yeah no no she just forget stop old paying navy, it. i think oh. of it as like disposable clothes you go in there if you only need to wear it once and then you're gonna throw it out if well, you bought a Old Navy t-shirt Longer than two weeks ago And you still have it It's not the same shirt You're a a liar I have a theory though It's like if you still have a Fiero I don't (laughs) (laughs) The car? Yeah Pontiac Yeah you never see those around Because they only lasted For like six months That's so true Like you you, you don't see like A Ford Fairmount station wagons Because they 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 just lived For a little bit of time But but here's the thing Are we cool now though? Yes. I feel bad about the phone. No, 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 no. Gary, I do it. I get caught the same thing. You go, you know, you put away the phone. Have you noticed something I've been and trying that, to do lately? Uh, very impressed. What do I do? Well, By like, the way, this means that I, have, I do what everyone else does. I start texting. I look at my phone as I'm talking to people, but I'm trying to get a grip upon it. Uh, so when I tease you, it's affectionate because okay. I battle the same yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. I, I know that All sounds right. a little over, overly dramatic for that. But no, 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 no. no. Oh, in, yeah, in, it was fun, but I was hoping the entire time that you were just doing a bit because I, <laughs> you, you're absolutely right. I was being a jerk. And I didn't know if you were doing a bit. I thought he's really looking at the score. I thought you were like going to keep doing it and doing it. But hold on. In Vegas, we went out a few times in Vegas, and Tyler always leaves his phone in the room. Well, hold on. Don't overstate it. I am not somebody to shit on phones. Oh, I wish we can go back to the day before we had phones. Phones can be awesome. You're genuinely meeting people out. You have your phone. Hey, call me when you're free. And then you do. It's great. But when there's nights when I go, you know what? I don't need it tonight. I, I, I'm not waiting for Giving anybody to call. a break. Everybody should understand, and they will. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. It, ha- it happened in one, one night. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't that it wasn't working. It hadn't charged it, and I was just in a rush. And I said, you know what? I don't. I don't need it tonight. I'm not running late. I'm not going to have to call. And it. What a. What a. It's delightful fun. evening. Yeah, but you can't do it all the time, nor no. do you want to. No. So play the uh, for the guess how many. Lynn, by the way, turn the mic on and Lynn in there. He's doing. 
in the other room, Lynn's doing the intro. I asked him to do an intro, which he forgot to do for the guess how many Twitter followers this person has. Okay. So he's in the other room. Genuinely, turn his mic on and listen to what the process of making these jingles is. Just saying it over and over and over again. Can, Lynn, what are you doing? Can, give it to me in a lot of different ways. Here it is a bunch of different ways. Guess who has the most Twitter followers? Guess who has the most Twitter followers? Guess who has the most Twitter followers? Lynn is an amazing resource. Guess who has the most Twitter followers? Guess who has the most Twitter followers? Am I wrong or... Do these all sound the same? No, they listen. Guess who has the most Twitter followers? It's a true pro, and then he builds. Yeah. You hear it, listen. Guess who has the most Twitter followers? Guess who has the most Twitter followers? Best one so far. Yes. Let's pretend it's like an eye exam. Better now Guess or better then? <laughs> Before, yes. Guess who has the most Twitter followers? Oh, better than this is good. All right, who? Let's go. Guess who has the, the most? Ready? Come on, Twitter enough, Chris. Stop it. Seriously. Okay, that's enough. Guess who has the most? Known as the paper of record, the New York Times yes. has how many followers? Gary Goldman. 1.1 million. 1.1 million. Todd Glass. Um, the New York Times? <laughs> the New York Times. Well, this with, is a great game, by the way. Yeah, with the, with the, with the digression of digression... Oh, by the way, hold on before I guess, because I said Definitely there's nothing... Not the digression. Hold on. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with uh, going off the beaten path as long as you go back on it. I didn't finish a thought. Um, you don't want to play this game with comedians because you end up insulting them. Because yes, let's say absolutely. hypothetically they listen absolutely. and somebody says, uh, whoever, let's say, you pick a friend, let's say someone goes... Uh, uh, Robert Kelly. Yeah, and then you go a low amount and then they have 17 times, you know, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they, th- you, that's how you perceive them and then you insult them. We found that out while we working f- out the thing. We came up with it and we were walking around going, how about this? And start off with comedians. And, and I said like, like oh. no insult, someone I really thought was funny. No, it wasn't even, I go, yeah. just where they're at in their career, I'm trying to guess how many, does the Twitter, does, you know it doesn't always represent where they're at in their career. It depends if they attend to the Twitter. There could be somebody huge that doesn't attend to it, taking all into consideration. I don't know. I'm going to say uh, 100,000. 100, he would go a million point five. I'm like, ah. So anyway. Is there anyone you consider a really good friend who you don't follow on Twitter? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't follow. I don't. Here's the truth. I follow people, but I rarely look at people's okay. tweets for right. no reason. Yeah, I just don't. With, I just feel like it, it's it was just Todd. that you, you don't follow me. Uh, do I not follow you? Yeah. Gary, can I say something? It, it was literally a week ago in, in, at the at Vegas Improv in the green room that I picked up his phone, and then I noticed he's not following me. Okay, can I tell you why? Wow. No, you, and I had to do it myself. Hold on. Let me you, guess why. Let me guess why. Because you're selfish? <laughs> okay. I learned this a long time ago. Hold on. Do I react to that for you later to say I was kidding, or are you kidding? I'm kidding. Okay, there you go. I don't I, say anything. I think you and I use Twitter. No, I know exactly why. Yeah, okay. I know yeah. exactly why. Why? 
the same reason why... Don't anyone didn't, play with... I hear a lot of uh, shuffling. The same reason why you didn't have email for a long time right. and you didn't have this and that. You're a, you're New a, York Times. You're a leather okay. well, Yeah, the people that helped me start my Twitter account, and they, they picked some people for me. So What if I decided it was because you were gay? <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. Um, <laughs> no, I don't need to keep reminding people. Um, okay, so... Uh, Gary okay. says 1.1 million. Okay, I'm going to say a million. Troy? Wait, 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 wait. For the New Hold York on. Times, pay attention. He, you're going to say a million? You're right right in his ballpark. He said a million five. A million no, one. No, I said a million one. So I can't say a million? Okay, fine. Say a million. 1.8 okay. million. Liz? 2.3. Katie? Yeah, I was going to say two. Wait, wait. Liz, what did you say? 2.3. <coughs> can I change mine? Katie? I said two, but now I'm thinking... Here's the thing. I subscribe to the New York Times, but I do not follow them on Twitter. All right, let's let's let's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it too. Oh, you're right. No, that's a serious. Okay, I'm gonna lower point. mine. Five hundred, five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Yes. Okay. I said 1.8. 1.8. Um, I'm surprised at how much all of you underestimated New York Times. Oh. Wow. Okay, sh- how many? Five point oh. two million. Oh. Wow. Oh, how about Lisa Lampanelli? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> now. Here is the curveball. The L.A. Times, the paper of ads, mostly, and some, <laughs> some news about J-Lo. No, Can I tell the you? paper of the uh, L.A. Times crossword. <laughs> Can I tell you this? And, I'm, and I started this game. Whenever it has to do with newspapers, I get bored. Okay. <laughs> it's just like newspapers. It's not enough color. It's, yeah, it's like newspaper. You know what newspapers represent? For every thought, there's a reason. Newspapers represent to me when I couldn't talk when I was little. Because people were reading the newspaper. Oh, my God. My dad ignoring me. Oh, no, my dad or anybody reading the newspaper. They go, let me, I don't, I want to talk. I don't want to read the newspaper. So newspapers throw me into a dither. Let's okay, get some, let's, let's move go. on. Let's That's move why on. I hate being shushed. To this day, somebody shushes Gary, Gary, red. Gary, can I, Gary, Shh. can I have a thing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. G- give another one. Give a okay, ready? One. Gary, Kim Kardashian. Oh, I think we all know that. 2.1 million. 2.1 says Gary. Goldman. No, I'm gonna say I think it's like twelve million. Oh, Twelve oh. million says Todd Glass. Twenty, 20 says Chris. Troy and Liz, you get one combined answer. Yeah, so <laughs> so mean. Six point five from oh. from the couple up in the balcony. Okay, hold on. I guess twenty million. I guess twenty million. What did you say? No, said, no you, he said, said twenty. You said twelve. I said twelve. You said twenty. Yeah. Okay, I think I'm gonna win. Katie. Ten. Ten. Million. Okay, I changed it. I changed it. I, I'm going to stick with my... Another great game. Well, I'm going to stick with my... What did I say? You said 12. I'm going to stick with that because I have to. It's not fair to change it. Out. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, Chris is going to win. You're wrong. You won. It's 14.8 landing you the closest. Wow. Oh, well, I was... 14 million, by the way. That is okay. so That's sad. That's more than the New York Times. Let's go to Lisa Lampanelli. For real? Yeah, because uh, I, I want to just see, you know, we don't... This won't be bad. Because she's got a lot. I'm just curious, how, with a comedian, if I can guess. Oh, look at us. We're at an hour and 15 minutes. We have so much to get to. Do the news guy for a second. Uh, you know, can you take all the... Put more bass in my voice. Can you do that? This is the news guy. You really want to break right now and do it? I'll, make, I'll do a quick got, one. This is the, you know the old radio guys that could do the, the... This is a little break while we're playing guests. They could, do the, they could do the talk radio through the night when they didn't get a lot of callers. And they would talk and bring the bass up in my voice. And, ladies and gentlemen, over the weekend, as I always do, <laughs> I got on a JetBlue flight. 
which I do. I go up to Orange County, and I get Long Beach, and I get on the plane. When I get on the plane, as I'm approaching... It's great. So good. A PSA, a TSA, excuse me. They can even make a mistake and make it sound brilliant. Uh-huh. A PSA... By the way, this is how David Feldman talks 24 hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> Without the bass modulation. Go, Isn't that go, amazing? Go YouTube David Feldman and you'll see how true that Gary is. You're right. He goes, why? Why? <laughs> There's he get the why. Fuck the Dutch. Fuck the Dutch. <laughs> they approach me. They ask me if I would step off the plane. Of course, I'm agreeable. I don't want to cause any problems. And I follow the young gentleman and the young woman off of the jet blue flight. We are 10 minutes away from taking off. I ask them, am I going to miss this flight? And they explain to me that now is not the time for me to be asking questions. Even though I'm frustrated, I think it's probably a good idea for me to listen to what I'm told and answer the questions (laughs) that I'm being asked. They bring me to a room. Here's what the people at home are missing. You're adjusting your paper yes. as you do this, just like a radio man yeah. would. That's beautiful. Yeah. He's very, he's very. Oh, my I, God. I get into that. that oh, that my guy. God. You are living this. The young lady, and I say that in a giving manner. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me if I could take off my shirt I kid you not and you know what I did I took my shirt off and we began began <laughs> to fuck like a motherfucker no. okay, Lisa, Lamp- was- Lisa Lampinelli Gary go okay. <laughs> thank you by the way uh, 456,000 56 no that's not her weight it's how many <laughs> No, uh, no, don't don't edit that out. Her entire thing is based on making fun of people. Why is this? You're right. Because I actually have. I do. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. And she was so mean. Can we blur it a little bit? She was so mean to Lou Ferrigno on that Donald Trump show. I I didn't see it, but I'm going to take Gary's word. She was cruel. By the way, um, uh, can we? If we don't edit (laughs) it, can we? So funny. If we don't edit it, can we blur it a little? Like maybe just play the Family Guy in the background to make it seem. Katie, that that was a great joke. Okay, uh, Okay, Gary says. Four hundred and fifty-six thousand. Can I go last? Yes, Chris, go. Chris, go quick. A, a cool million. Remember, it's not her weight. No, I know. <laughs> Again, Katie. I'm gonna say two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand. Okay, that's between you and Liz. Now, here's the thing. Lisa Lampanelli, I don't know. This has to be based on not a lot of facts because I don't know how much she uh, – if I was basing it on her popularity, you know, she, she does well. She goes to theater. She sells out. Yeah. She has a, a big following. But are the people are the Twitter people, savvy? She, I know, I know. Does she Twitter also? Does she? Because you look at people sometimes that you she think – She definitely tweets. She's a, a mistress of, okay. of yeah, social she, she's, media. She's progressive in the tweeting. Um, so I looked at Lisa Lampanelli. Uh, I'm going to say – a million. A million. No, 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 no. A- 780,000. You're wrong. Uh, the winner uh, would be uh, Troy and Liz with 222,000. Her real uh, number is 331,000. Wait a second. 
Troy fucked her and looked at her phone. Liz said 400,000. <laughs> Troy fucked. Troy fucked Lisa. But she's. Troy but fucked Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> Troy fucked Lisa. Troy fucked Lisa. Here's what we're going to do right now. We're going to take a break. Okay, wait. I got a great go one for the you guys. Clothes. I have a great well, one. Last one. Last one. Okay, go. It's going to be great. This got to be quick. Boom, 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 yeah. boom. We Ready? take a break. Hold on, hold on. We take a break. Yeah. I'm going to smoke a little, and, and then, then we're going to go in for the clothes. Okay. Can I? And you're going to tell the story. Remember when Fake Problems was here, and Daniel was talking about the Golden Girls. You have a story. When we come back from the break, you're going to tell, right? Yeah. What, what, what happened? He was at a party. Of, you you want to let's save it, but tell who was there that you justifiably were nervous that you wanted to think, for lack of a better word, that you're hip. Your friends are hip. Who was it? Mel Brooks and Daniel. Look, we, that's a teaser, but let's do this Twitter thing. We're going to take a break. I'm going to smoke a little bit, and we're going to go in for the descent, which is going to probably be a long descent today, but it's not going to be that long because we're only doing a single show today. So go ahead. Who is it? He is the co-host, sometimes, of the Todd Glass Show, Daniel Kina. Go. Oh, Daniel Kina? Well, I know the answer to this, I think. But, you I'm know gonna, what? I'm you're giving say... your history with numbers. I, 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 would, I would still have you play it. Even okay, if go ahead. I'm going to say 11,000. 11,000. From 7,000? 7, 7, 7, Troy and Liz, one vote. He's going to get offended. No, no. Do, do not spare feelings. Do not. 3,000. 3,000. Oh, then I'm going to change mine to uh, Katie. No yeah. change. Oh, yeah. This Go is ahead. the game we're allowed to change after no, we no, no, I, bad I, guess. I'm going to say, and I know, but you're right. I think I forget a little. I think you have like 1,100. <laughs> The winner is Todd Glass no. <laughs> with eleven hundred. No. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, maybe oh, I peaked. A, maybe I peaked I have, a little. I have twelve hundred, but guys, I can't tell you how much uh, it, it makes, how warm it makes me feel, Gary. That you think I have eleven thousand followers? Yeah, of course. Oh, you know that says that says what Gary. Yeah. Daniel, I so, only guess I that because I, you, I, I enjoy at, you on the show because I, I plug your Twitter and that's I, right. I, I've seen it, but I can't Kate. remember the exact number. Okay, listen. Right. So we're, we're going to go. When I say going for the descent, I, it's probably going to be a little bit of a longer show, but not too long. What time is it right now? Eight forty. Okay, we're we're still going to be good. You are okay with Katie with time? Wait, we, well, okay. we we got we got to hurry up. Uh, we have Chris Chris Hardwick shows coming on, and yeah. Chris, oh, by the way, on Chris Hardwick show today. He's joined by the very funny Fred Willard on the Chris Hardwick show following the Todd Glass show. So stay tuned. <laughs> but you notice the networks don't mess around anymore when they end the Tonight Show and then bring in the next show because they're afraid to lose people. Literally, as, J, as Jay's talking, then they you be Jay wrapping up his show. Don't uh, don't forget next. Jimmy! <laughs> did you ever? Did you, ever hear, the, J- did you J- ever hear the story of the, the club owner in in some city who painted a, a uh, Last Supper and had George Carlin as Jesus, and then gave him a jacket? I don't remember. I, oh no, I heard that someone gave Jay Leno a jacket with something like that on it, and the, the funny and Jay goes, "Hey, that's really nice. You have anything without the picture on it?" <laughs> <laughs> like they gave him the jacket. Oh, that's funny. You know, it's funny. I, I, oh, God, the Twitter thing. So, okay, we are going to take a break, but I thought about something today. And I'm, I'm actually, I've learned a lesson. You know, Jay was notorious for calling people. Yeah. It's one thing if somebody takes a shot at your wife. Then I respect it. You, make a sh- you take a shot at my wife, then I pick up the phone. Say anything about the show, unfortunately. It's easy for me to make fun of Jay for that. But then I realized I've done that. You can't just pick up the – if somebody says something, you, know, you can't do it. And then I thought – because I make fun of Jay for doing it. Like over the years, there's stories when you would yeah. say something about not Jay's wife or not his mom or not his dad, just about the show. And he would call with a very 
it's a little passive aggressive to go. Do hey, we have a we, problem? Do, do we ever have a problem? Because what's that insinuating is you wouldn't have said that if we didn't have a problem. And you want to go? No, Jay, we never had a problem. I'm, I'm just I'm commenting on your creativeness, which I have a problem with. But we never. No, no, no. You, we never had a problem. It's very. But then I realized before I make fun of Jay and throw him under the bus, I might feel you know do that. And Johnny would never do that. Johnny would never. Can you picture Johnny calling up people on the phone? You know what I mean? You know, it's like I just you know Johnny's on the phone. I can't believe they said this about me. <laughs> oh, hi, Johnny. Uh, hello, is this, uh, is this, uh, Brian Wolford? This is Brian. How you doing? This is Johnny Carson. No, seriously. Yeah, this is Johnny Carson. From hey, the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Uh, <laughs> uh you said... Oh, my God. Yes, this is Johnny Carson. Right. <laughs> That's Ed in the background. Uh, you said in an article that you would rather do the David Letterman show than mine. Did we ever have a problem? No, I just... No, we never All had a problem, right, John. A lot more calls to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to call everybody. <laughs> hello? Uh, hello, this is Johnny Carson. Is this... Uh, from from yeah, the host of The yeah, Tonight Show? Is this John Biederman? Yeah, are you calling it to order a pizza or something? No. Did you say some shit about me the other night when someone was ordering a pepperoni pizza? All right, I can't do the bit. I should have answered Domino's my voice, pizza. My voice doesn't. But here's more likely Johnny's reaction. Somebody says, hey, Johnny, this guy was talking shit about you at the comedy store. I'm going to oh, go yeah. out. Who, who gives a fuck? Yeah. I'm going to go get some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Johnny, someone. Okay. So anyway, um, play number uh, 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 17. Um, you know, uh, this is, this is, uh, uh, hold on, who's on the line? Hello, this is Daniel's father. Boosten, 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 boosten. No, why Dad, he, I, I sent him a tape. Himself Daniel's father? <laughs> this is Daniel's father. I'd like to sing a song. Play my music. I, I'd like to sing. Oh, I play myself in times of trouble. Sounds like Dracula. Your father is Dracula. Your dad is good. I know. He's really good. I like that. He's huge in Russia. He sounds like Dracula. <laughs> he does. When I find myself in times... Can you put some echo in my voice? When I find myself in times of trouble... Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, that's unnecessary. I want to do something nice for Gary because he has... Get number nine ready. I think uh, I want to... I wrote... You have a... You're, what's dropping? My my album on Comedy Central Records. It's on iTunes. What's it called? It's called No Can Defend. Can I tell you something, people? Download it because you'll enjoy it. You know, sometimes you go, Todd was right. I introduced people to Rory Scovel. Guess what? They adore me now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you take the credit. People come up to me. <laughs> it's funny sure. that they adore you. Yeah, that's what yeah. people said. They don't care. It did nothing for Rory's career. Yeah. <laughs> no. Matter of fact, his numbers have plummeted. <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense at all. But they're, why are they happy with me? Yeah. 
I think I'd like to sing a song right now. Can I put a little reverb in my But mind? wait, let's go on with my, my album. Oh, I am. I'm going to sing a song about oh, it. Oh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, in the audience tonight is a good friend of mine, Mr. Gary Goldman. If you could give him a nice round of applause, I'd certainly appreciate it. He has a new CD downloading before I start my next song on iTunes. Can you yell it out? Can you yell it out, Gary? Yell it. What? Where, where is it? Download on iTunes, Gary? Where at? What's it called? No Can Defend. No Can Defend. I like to sing a song. It was two o'clock on a Saturday night. I need more reverb. I'm the guy who always blames the reverb. <laughs> Monday morning fell inside. I wish that I would walk around. The light flew down. The summer wind. The carolers from up above. Two drifty roads have never passed. The month of May will always last. Sundays like a never day that could always perpetuate the time that I started before. I don't know. It sounds like you might know what you're doing. You can fade it out. <laughs> made no sense at all. I was just trying to think, like, if you had enough reverb in your you were, voice. You were hanging in there. Know, but that was really strong. You didn't yeah. stop. Thank you. None of them. And then I thought, what is he singing? And then I realized, oh, no, he's making up the words as he's going along, <laughs> which is a great feat. I know. It is. It's fun. Anyway. Oh, my God. The callers, carolers have come by. I always wanted the type of show where I would say something and then it would lead into a song. Like, you know, like, Gary, I'll say something. You're you doing to- exactly what you set out to do, which is to play radio. Thank you. Wait a second. I have to. Here's me at two in the morning calling Daniel. Hey Daniel, what's uh, Because you have a harmony on. Hello. There you go. Hello, this is Jerry Steinfeld. <laughs> this is Jerry Steinfeld. <laughs> I love this, that. This, this is Todd calling me two o'clock in the morning. Hey, when Gary said that. Hey, thing. this is Daniel. Uh, leave me a message. I'll call you back. <laughs> Gary, it's Todd. For some reason, I'm up at two in the morning. Like always. No one ever stays up as long as me. I've learned that. Right? <coughs> That's true. Okay. Oh, my God. I, so I wanted the type of show where, like, I'll say something, and like you say, Todd, you know you can always lean on me, and then the music comes in. Yeah. And then the carolers walk in. I love that. Okay, so I'll say something, you know. Okay, are you ready to play it? Let's do a test run here. When, I, when he says, you know you can always lean on me, boom, how quick can you get that on? Okay, pause it. Now, how can you get it on right away now? So anyway, you know, I just was, uh, I'm going to make up a fake scenario here. You guys ready? Remember, you don't sing directly into your mics. You sing to the right of your mic. Okay. Okay. Are we all ready? Liz? Oh, you want your, you want your headphones? Yeah, we're going to, but you want to come over here. You don't, oh, do you want your headphones? Oh, because you have to hear the music. She's going to oh. see that. She's going to see the words. Okay. Here we go. This well, you, will, guys, you guys can use Gary's mic then. Well, no, they'll just talk around it. You don't have to be right into it. Okay. Okay, cool. Oh, shit. We'll, we'll clean this up in editing. Okay, so, yeah, I always wanted the type of show where, you know, we could have, like, you know, I would say something, and then it would turn into a song, like, so it's a keyword. It's like, for the keywords here, Gary, just go, well, you know, Todd, you can always lean on me. Are we good? Yeah. You can always lean on me. Um, no, wait till Gary says it. Okay, I'll say a yeah, problem. give me something, yeah. Sometimes I always just feel like, you know, I, uh, okay, I'll give you a hypothetical problem. Yeah. But, you know, anyway, it's just the way I felt sometimes when you, uh, when you're, you know, I was just nervous, and I just had the show, and didn't go the way I wanted it to go. So I didn't know who to call. But here's the thing, Todd, and I want you to know this. What? You can always lean on me. Gary, thank you. That means the world to me. Well, I mean it. It's not just something that I'm saying. It's who not are just... all these people? Oh, these are the 
Todd Glass Carolers. You can get close. Oh, Gary. Liz move up to that mic. Can you put some reverb in Liz's mic? Go ahead, move closer to that mic, Liz. Come on, let's do it here. Don't be shy. When you're not strong. Yeah, that's right, Liz. Come on. Liz, don't be shy of that mic. I want you to fucking reverb. Now listen to what you sound like, Liz, and go nuts. Ladies and gentlemen, I, Gary Goldman is the humanitarian, one of the best individuals that I know, and I can tell you this, guys stop it come on that's not even funny it's my fucking show guys stop it all right you guys think you're i'm seriously stop it all right you see it's real fucking funny lean on me all right guys you guys are assholes you guys are fucking assholes. And you don't sound that good either. No, just Liz. Just Liz. Shh, shh, shh. Just Liz. Move to the mic, Liz. That you can carry. I'm right up the road. I'll share your load. If you just call me If you need a friend If you need a friend If you ever need a friend Ladies and gentlemen, this is what we do on the Todd Glass Show. Okay, those other shows, it's getting silly, isn't it? This is the fucking real deal. That's why there's not the word podcast in the name of my show. Because it's not. It's a show. I demand higher. This isn't a podcast. This is a fucking show. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) 
So what happened? Now, listen. We, that was a lot of fun. It was fun. That's what the show's called. A lot of fun. A we lot of fun. We take fun and we punch it in your face. Then we stab you with it. With fun. Yeah, we stab you with fun. If fun was a knife, I'd stab you till you were bleeding. Ble- bleeding joy. Bleeding, bleeding fun. With excitement. So now, I had a situation. And I, Gary, so Daniel comes to my house. And he... Um, you know, I remember it sort of like it was yesterday because he, he, I had the, uh, the fake problems over. And all he did was talk about the Golden Girls. So I like, would go in the house and when I come back, he, I'd overhear him in the distance. It would be like a mirage. Like, Did, did you guys know that the, uh, the cast members consumed over 100 cheesecakes during the uh, seven-year run in the show? In reality, B. Arthur hated cheesecakes. Did you know that? Okay. And the time goes on. I'm thinking, all right, one fact. I'm getting paranoid. I go in the house and I... I'm, you know, getting some beer for everybody. I come back out. I'm telling you this story for a reason because I, by the message you left on my machine, you had the same situation. I'm just filling our listeners in. This is in. weird. Comes back out and I'm thinking, you know, it's weird to want to be, you know, I, you, oh, you want people to think you're cool, Todd? Isn't that very, you know, it's this sort of yeah. And But yeah, for lack of a better way, I come back out like an hour later and then I just feel like I walk over and of course, like, it's the same thing all over again an hour later. I hear this. Thank you. you know what the weird thing is? I still get he suffered from stage fright. Every Friday night for 26 weeks a year, she would be terrified to go on stage. Can you fucking imagine? You couldn't tell at all, right? I mean, have you seen the show? <laughs> By the way, the picture that I love, because it's like I go in the house. I always say an hour, but it, it probably wasn't an hour. But I went inside. You come back out. You're like, are you? But by the way, here's the great thing about this. It's all based on a little bit of truth. He did do it. <laughs> now, I'm exaggerating it. But I, to George Carlin, he really did talk about the Golden Girls. I was getting embarrassed. And then, of course, I started to do a parody of it. What if I did this? And then it breathed, breathed here on the show, which is opposite of breathe. Um, so you have a story that's similar. Similar? Well, it's, it's similar, but it's also uncanny because the show that he was obsessed with me was also a B, a B. Arthur vehicle. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. No, shut the fuck up. Tell him to shut the shut fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Oh, do you want me to shut the fuck up or do you want me to continue? Shut the fuck up. Shut the, shut the fuck, fuck up. up. Oh, no, we're sorry. Yeah, that's just a term of endearment. It means, oh, oh, my God. It's just, you know when you're telling a story and you tell someone, shut the fuck up? Yeah. It just means, like, this is great. Like, I'm enjoying this. Oh, like, okay. I thought you didn't well, want me to talk Hold anymore. on, hold on. No, no. Go. So what were you saying? Well, I was saying You have that- a story like this? Yeah, it's, hold it's, on, Daniel. It's eerily similar. Shut the fuck oh, up! Shut the fuck up! No, shut up! Shut the fuck up! I don't know whether I should continue. Oh, oh, no, Gary. When we just do that, that's just a term of endearment. Like it's like when you tell someone, "Get the yeah, fuck out of here." Sounds hostile. He didn't oh, say no, no. shut the Gary, fuck up. He Gary, said, fuck Gary, you. Gary, Gary, Gary. I get what you're saying. One night I was doing a ride-along with my cop friend, and he gave someone a ticket, yeah. and she goes, get out of here. And he went, but I'm not getting – she was not saying get out of here, okay? So we're saying shut the fuck up. It's just like a the term of – well, I think yeah. you're reading into it. You thought he sounded aggressive. Can, does this sound hostile, aggressive? Yeah. Tell a story. You go, shut the fuck up. Right. That's what that we're doesn't doing. Sound... Well, then I think you're reading into it. Just finish your story. I think you right. understand. So what happens? Okay, so I had Mel Brooks over. Shut the fuck shut up. Shut up. up. Fuck you. Fuck Go you. fuck yourself. Wait a minute. Go now fuck that yourself. Definitely, I'm going to fucking stab you to death. You shut the fuck up. Don't talk. A, Don't talk. I'm not imagining this. <laughs> it's great. The bit's over. But how great was that bit? Like, you're right that we're being hostile. You're like, no, you're not saying shut the fuck up. You're going shut the fuck up. We're, and then I like at one point when you go, Chris goes, no, you actually said fuck you to me once. I said I was going to kill his family. Yeah, that's, and, you're, and we're mind-fucking you with you. We're like, no, Gary, it's affectionate. Okay, so 
What happened? Mel Brooks is coming over your house. And this is a true story. I swear to God. Thank God we have a safe word on this show. I swear to God this is a true story. Mel Brooks was producing a, a pilot that I, was, that I was doing. Be careful with moving your mic. Oh, sorry. And <laughs> so I was excited. And I wanted, to, I wanted to spend most of the night. I had kind of planned it in my head. I'm going to talk for a half hour about Young Frankenstein. And then I'm going to talk a half hour about uh, Blazing Saddles. Are you sure he ruined this night? <laughs> That's funny, right? Because oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Mel Brooks, and you probably two things he loves, but he wouldn't want to talk about. Yeah, all but, he, night. but he had already agreed to produce the show, and I felt You're that right. I'd been, I had built up a good, enough goodwill of not bothering <laughs> are, him. Are you sure it was me talking about Maud? Are you it, sure well, yes. I wasn't talking about Golden Girls? No, 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 he wasn't. Why? You think you were talking about the Golden Girls? I thought I was talking about the Golden Girls. No, no, you were. T- like for example, that when uh, the show, a lot of people don't know this, was a hit all over the world. It was remade in England, Greece, and Russia, just to name a few countries. In and out all night long. This is what I heard. So now back to you. So he comes over. Get to the part where he comes over, and what's basically happening is the same thing. Now Daniel is a big Mel Brooks fan, and mm-hmm. he's a good friend of mine. And I thought, you know what? He'll know how to act. I understand. And he's not going to steal my thunder. Thank you. He understands. He's a good friend. Exactly. He gets there. Right. And all he Bingo. wants to talk about. Jaboob. Is Maud. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like this. So you walk out of the kitchen. And then I walk you out of the kitchen. And he's saying, hey, did you know that, did you know that Maud was a spinoff of All in the Family? That Maud was, was Edith's uh, cousin on All in the Family? And then did he, he says, did you know that the Jeffersons was another spinoff of All in the Family? In all, there were over five spinoffs of All in the Hold Family. On. So wait, so what happened? So now, just so I understand this correctly. So you're out there, you're thinking, okay, you know, and then you come. So I, I imagine The name of the maid on Maud was wait, Mrs. Naugatuck. Did you know that, Mel Brooks? Hold on. You're in the house for, for 25 He uses up all the time I would have spent asking about young Frankenstein talking about Maud. And then you, so you leave the room, you told me, and you came back like an hour later, the same like I did. And, yeah. what, and what happened then? Did you know that Beatrice Arthur and Mrs. Naugatuck were lesbian lovers during the shooting of Maud? Is that actually true? Oh. <laughs> I don't. I always when I told you when I called you on the phone, I said you can make them up or or whatever, you know. So, uh, so that's what happened. So anyway, here's what happened with my story, and I'm repeating from last week. I left the house for a week. I checked into a hotel. And then when I came back, Daniel, this is what I walked into. Literally, I swear to God, opened my front door. Why were the fake people still there? Thank you. For In 1992, when B. Arthur left the show, it was start, hold cool. on. Start with did you know? It's always funnier. Did you know that in 1990? 1990- no, hold on. By the way, if there's someone listening, this proves I could direct a comedy because I pawned a little nuance. Even when we do it, you're going to go, you're right. Did you know? Because it brings you back to the picture. Like, okay. hey, did you know? Watch this again. So I walk back in the house an hour, three, seven days later. Yeah, a week later. Right. Yeah. A week later. I was so angry. I thought he's got to have left by now. Fake problems is still sitting there. When I open the front door, I swear to God, this is what I hear. Did you guys know that in 1992, when B. Arthur left the By show, the way, can I, it was can I stop it? Can I compliment you? Yeah. You sold it great. Oh, you cracked you. in your voice. <laughs> you sound annoying. You're like, you're still talking to these people, and your voice is like, did you know who gives a fuck? Did you right, right. know? Okay, so here we go. I open the front door. Here's exactly what I hear. Did you guys know that in 1992, when B. Arthur left the show, it was retooled and became the Golden Palace? Yeah, not a lot of people know that. 
Or when the show first aired, the Queen of England loved it so much, she invited the whole cast to perform an episode for her live on stage, and they did. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Betty White was the oldest cast member on the show, and when Rue McClellan died, she became the last survivor of the cast. The only survivor of the Golden Girls curse. I love that, the Golden Girls curse. And then, and then, and then, the, back, the same White. thing happened at your house. He did the same thing to only, you. Only with Maud. Did you know that Quincy Jones wrote the theme to Maud? Is that true? Oh, shut the fuck up! No, stop it! I'm mortified. What am I, an idiot? I, I, I swear to God, I would love to say I was joking, but like every time you said something, I believed it. Like not like comedically. Like uh, I'm not I, I'm not special needs, am I? No. All right. I'm. Well, I'm, speaking of Maud, did you guys no, know no. this is a real one? Rue McClanahan was to play Rose, and Betty White was to play Blanche. The TV producers originally wanted Rue to play a version of her native Vivian. He's Cavender, playing, playing the wrong from one. Maud, Thank you for being <laughs> and Betty White to play a version of her man-hungry Sue Ann Nivers from Mary Tyler Moore Show. They switched roles because they didn't want to be typecast. <laughs> they didn't want to be typecast in their 60s. There was so okay, much this is in their career. This is out of control. This, this I is had to two George Carlin shows, and they were worried about being typecast. To George Carlin. You're plowing me over with your dumb facts about this was a bit, but I think you're obsessed with it now. Another useless fact. No, hold on. Wait, I'm going to put the list to, away. To George Carlin, I can't stop you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's all right. It's funny. But would you admit that I'm right? Yeah, you're. A little, I want to get one last thing out. But why? Because I think it's fucking fascinating. All right, so play the music again. Go ahead. That when the show was first picked, NBC. <laughs> <laughs> It was just the three of them, and Brandon Tartikoff, who was in charge of programming at the time, thought that no one would watch a show about three older ladies, so they added her mother to make them seem relatively younger, and then the show became a hit. Stroke of genius. Now listen, guys, I'm not kidding around anymore. I don't want to do the bit anymore. So I, it's, it's like, I just feel like it's got to it's end. Well, so, I, walked, I walked back. I left him alone. I went into my bathroom to cry because I was so upset that he was monopolizing Mel Brooks. And I came out and he says, hey, did you know that the husband on Maud was also a, a famous actor in his own right and that he was in The Sting? And what were people saying in the background? Shut up. They were like, would you please stop monopolizing Brooks? <laughs> would you be nervous if you met Mel Brooks? Yeah. Um, Seriously. Honestly, though, guys. Golden Girls is the only Guys. one of three shows of all time to win Emmy nominations and wins for everyone on the cast. The only other shows were Three's Company and Will and Grace. Did you know that the Golden Girls is one of the few shows that you bring it up to anybody and they'll say, oh, I really liked it. Really? Yeah. Nobody didn't like You know, Golden that was a better Girls. time. You know the time I want to go back to when they took, like... When everything was happy, they took a rock song and they made it like, like more happy than the original rock song, you know? What is this? This is when I want to go back to this. When I was just a little boy. Just, just a little boy. boy. Doesn't this sound bubblegummy? Fade it out. Is that the Beach Boys? Fade it out. Oh, it is. Throw to get number twelve ready. We're going into the descent like here. Rock. 
Yeah. I thought that was more of a, a rock song, and they made it so, like, she was, you know, they made you, it very. Okay. Did you want to talk about Doc Ellis before we. <laughs> yeah, we will up? say. Oh, you, we didn't do anything like that. Say we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Throw Doc the number. Ellis, the baseball player, threw mm-hmm. a perfect game on LSD. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that is that enough? Well, I guess we talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, play number play number twelve, Gary. Say I forgot. Uh, we got great. You'll go to break music. Say we'll take a break in your best voice. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. We'll, we'll take a break. Two. We'll be right back. Hey, pause it. Let's make pretend. Get get a different song ready. What would you do if we were real DJs in a city and and we getting paid good money? But this is what we end up doing. It's not our choice. We have sometimes ten seconds that we can banter in between the songs. Could me and you be clever in ten seconds? Without mocking the radio station? <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not. I mean, you know what you want. Well, Todd and I were driving home from Vegas, and he oh, goes, some song came on, and he goes, hey, what if I was singing like this? And he goes, no, you have to realize that someone out there in the world right now is enjoying singing like this. And I go, yeah, you. Then I realized it made me go into a fit of laughter because I went, I really was doing that in the car to George Carr. And I'm going, someone out there, there's someone in the world. And I go, and they're loving it. Like, you know my theory. Someone's out there. Yeah, go, yeah, yeah. Someone's literally, no, no bullshit, not being silly. Someone out there right now is going. And when he goes, no, Todd. Yeah, Todd. You. I was like, but I'm doing it. Then I laughed and I got, and then I thought, I'm doing it ironically. There's someone else not uh, really enjoying no, it. No, there's someone you else doing it ironically, ironically though. Too. Were you enjoying it a little bit? I was enjoying it. Well, that's, <laughs> you, I work it into a bit to enjoy it. Do you know you get fined for complaining about the referees after a basketball game? If you say disparaging things, especially if you're a coach, you get fined sometimes as much as $50,000. Really? But I was wondering, would you be fined if you said it all sarcastically? If you said really positive things in a really sarcastic manner? Yeah. Like if you're like, oh my God, those refs tonight were incredible. They they were to refereeing what Leonardo da Vinci was to inventing. I mean, they they were remarkable <laughs> out there. They blew me away. If there was any way I could send them roses because I was so blown away by how wonderful they were, I just was amazed by the referee. They turned refereeing into an art. They didn't miss a single call. And I just I just want to sing from the rafters how great those referees were out tonight. They made me want to go home and kiss my mother and say, thank God you <laughs> gave birth to me in a country where referees can be so talented. And so right every single goddamn time they got every call right, even the calls where I thought perhaps this is not a good call. And then I watched it later on the video and I was like, no, I was wrong. They got it right. Would you get fined for that? You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. Soak that up, motherfuckers. You know, the funny thing, it's actually kind of a sad thing that after all these years, the show is not as appreciated by the young people as it was in its time, you know? Even the DVD sales have slowed down recently. Would you know that it's shown 45 times a day on Lifetime and Hallmark combined? (laughs) All right. (laughs) Hallmark is officially the Golden Girls channel. We'll take a break. We'll be right back right after this. All right, all right. Fade it out. I don't know what to do. I'm out of control. Let's we'll start saying goodbye. It's gonna yeah, take us a yeah, while. Yeah, goodbye, everybody. Uh, hey, I should play this. You know, uh, no, never mind. Let's just plug my album one last time. Oh, I think. Oh, go ahead. I don't mind. Oh yeah, no can defend available on iTunes. You can also follow me on Twitter at, at @GaryGoldman. What's number nine? 
Think about all the things you waste ten dollars on during the day, people. You get a couple of you get a cup of hey, coffee. What are you in on the cut? No, I just I want Gary to do well. I do. If want you follow you. me um, on Twitter, I tweeted a thing where you could get a free preview. So get the free preview wrote, if I, you don't love it. Don't download it. I understand. Can I? I wrote a song in honor of your uh, drop. Oh, is that okay? Is that cheesy? You do that every time I drop an album. My friend Gary Goldman. My friend Gary Goldman. There's something missing. My friend Gary Goldman recorded a CD. I think you should download it. I think you'll like it. That's my friend Gary Goldman. What that means to me. My friend Gary Goldman. His CD drops. I think you should pick it up. My friend Gary Goldman, Daniel, can't you enjoy my singing? Well, I, that was me laughing. Well, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I take this seriously. My friend, I think I'm good actually. My, <laughs> I want to thank the audience today. What if I made you all sing a verse? Start it from the beginning. That's how we're ending the show. You can't talk unless you sing. Okay. Okay. And then I'm hold on, Gary. Goldman. Hold on, the show's coming to an end. Okay. I want to thank my listeners for listening to the show. Let me go around the room and say goodbye to everybody. Daniel. Oh, what a time we had tonight! We sat around, we laughed, we cried, we talked a little bit about our things, our favorite things, like Golden Girls and other bits. <laughs> I can't get over how wonderful the Todd Glasses show has turned out. At one time it was just a dream, a twinkle in his eye. And now it is my favorite podcast that doesn't involve sports. <laughs> Chris? <laughs> now it's your turn, Chris. You have to do it. Right into the mic. Don't bullshit. Whatever you want. You're saying goodbye. Think about what you see. No, you're so brave. You're such a tough guy off the air. Let's go. Am I? No. <laughs> I am excited that the show's over and I don't have to do this anymore, but it was fun. <laughs> All right, sit back down. Okay. Totally out of line. You're going to mail it in. <laughs> Poor guy. I love that I go, you're such a tough guy. He goes, am I? <laughs> sort of a compliment. Troy and Liz? You know what? Hold on. Liz has such a beautiful voice. I was blown away when she sang Lean On Me. Folks, we took a journey tonight. Makes me think maybe there's more to Troy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because that's how you land a beautiful woman like that. Not only beautiful outside, (laughs) but Liz is an angel inside. Yeah. Good looking and talented. That's a hard combo. That's why we're going to end the show off. We're going to end it with a song from Liz. Una Paloma can you, Blanca. Can you come over here, Liz? Because this, this is the last thing we're going to do. Hey, can you, you want somebody give her a chair? Pause it. We'll find a song that she could do. I can sing to this. You can? Yeah. Well, okay, well then. This is the end. A lot of reverb. I'm so glad I got to come 
and watch the Todd Glass show because it was beautiful and I learned lots of things I didn't know about the Golden Girls and life in Russia, Borshta Borshta. And who knew that Gary Goldman liked sports so much and that Todd was gay, but we don't want to dwell on that. And <laughs> the crew was super nice and someone left the toilet seat up I don't think it was Katie. Can you, you say know, something? She had diarrhea and the candles. Feed her, feed her stuff. Are beautiful you, and burning and melting. Can you say something about the flickering candle? The flickering candle set the mood, as did the drum set in the corner and the red velvet curtain. Hold on, can, I'm not, can you mention that Todd and I are going to be in Lake Tahoe next week? Psst, I'm not ready to end this bit, so start the music over because it's running out. Hold on, hold on. This is the ending of the show, folks. This will be done until we close. You will not hear us talk after this. This is the end of the show. Oh, you wanted to mention what? That we're in Tahoe next week. Oh, could you mention that we're in Tahoe next week? We're, we are? Me and oh. Daniel. At the Improv. Todd's Todd in Tahoe. Todd and Daniel are in Tahoe next week at the Improv. So make sure you go and get your tickets early so they don't sell out or so they do. Could you say something about the, the, the lingering sound of laughter in the room tonight was pleasant for everybody? And what I'm left with as we wrap this beautiful evening is the lingering sound of laughter in the air from a beautiful, wonderful, bonding, magical experience that shall never be duplicated. Could you, could you do me a favor, please? I, when I'm around my closest friends, I crave being with them. Could you work something in the song about how nice it is to be around friends you crave it's being around? It's so nice to spend some time with the people that truly matter to you. Oh, my God, thank you so much for doing this. Could you do me one more favor? I feel like I'm asking too much, and you're doing such a nice job. Could you tell them how that... It might sound a little cheesy, but I tell you the truth. I miss you while we're gone for the week. When we part ways. One more thing Todd really wants you all to know is that when you're not here during the week and he has to wait a whole week before making another podcast, he misses you so Could you do me a favor? And I hate to sound weird. Could you plug? Could you say something nice about Doctor Genter? He's going to give my mom a free plastic, uh, a free facelift. Doctor Genter. Thank you. Genter. 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 Thank you, Doctor. Genter. Genter with a G. Genter, Doctor, you're my favorite doctor for all my facelift needs. Liz, I feel like I'm taking advantage. I'm trying to work out a deal with Kia. Could you just sing Kia over and over and over? You don't even have to have a song, just Kia, Kia, Kia. And put some reverb in her voice, sound like an angel just fluttering with Kia. Kia, 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 Liz, could you... I feel like, could you do me one more favor? With, with that thing where you go, ah, oh, in the background, as I say goodnight, when there's pauses, just fill in with a, ah, oh, and this is the close. I want to thank my guest tonight. 
Gary Goldman, Daniel Kino, Chris Burden working hard, always. Katie, you know I love you. May you... Now leaving Nerdist.com. Thank <laughs> you.